Did you know in Scripture that there's a far greater judgment on someone who commits adultery than on someone who just simply commits fornication? If you're confused, adultery is having sex with someone who's already married, even if you're single. Fornication is two people who are single have sex outside of marriage. Both are wrong, and both will stand judgment before God, but the curse and the repercussions on someone who commits adultery is much greater and lasts forever. And that's where we're going today. Wake the faith up, Slayer Garth Heckman, David Alliance. And I just want to let you know, it snowed over the weekend here in Minneapolis. Uh, I, I guess I'm ready for it. I'm not sure. My body's mixed, man. I love winter. I love snow, but my body doesn't. After all the chemo, I have neuropathy, and it just sucks because I love it, but I hate it. Hey, that's my day. How's your day going? Driving to work, same old, same old. Why don't you cry out to God and say, Jesus, make today amazing, and he will. If you want to reach out to me, you can at tdhgiantslayer at gmail.com. And there are only about, hmm, let me see, 22, 23 shopping days left. So get on the ball. Get on the ball. You still have 21 days, but, you know, use it to your advantage. Let's jump into today talking about marriage and why it's so hard. Yesterday we were talking about the covenant, and I opened up with saying how when you commit adultery, there's a far greater curse and far greater repercussion than just simply fornication. They're both sin. They'll both send you to hell if you don't repent, and if you live that lifestyle, you, you're going to hell. But Scripture's very clear, and you'd say, well, why is that? Well, because adultery breaks a covenant that was made between a man and a woman before God. Let's read in Proverbs chapter 6, verse 26. For a prostitute will bring you to poverty, but sleeping with another man's wife will cost you your, your life. But the man who commits adultery is an utter fool, for he destroys himself. He will be wounded and disgraced. His shame will never be erased. For the woman's jealous husband will be furious, and he will show no mercy when he takes revenge. He will accept no compensation, nor be satisfied with the payoff of any size. Here, the writer of Proverbs is talking about two things. One, if you commit adultery, you have broken a covenant, you have taken something sacred created in heaven by God between a man and a woman, you've taken that and you have destroyed that. Now, if you're the man who commits adultery with a woman, and again, you might, don't pass off by saying, well, I'm single, it doesn't matter. If you're having sex with someone who's married, whether you're married or not, you have destroyed that bond. And it's a bond that God created. Look, we've always been in a situation, many of us have been in situations where we do something dumb, but it's compounded a hundred times because of the person that we did it to. Look, I've scratched a few cars in my life skateboarding as a kid, but when I scratched a car and I knew it was one of the board members of the church who is just a cantankerous old, I knew it was going to be a, a whole lot worse price to pay. When you break a covenant, that was made by God, think about that. You're thumbing your nose at God, saying, look, I know you constituted this. I know you created this. 
I know this was done in your in your sovereign understanding of human nature and of marriage. And I know that marriage is a picture of our bond between Christ and the church, but I don't care. I'm going to rip it to shreds. I'm going to destroy what God created. You now begin to understand why that is so dangerous and why the consequences will never leave you. Your wounds and your disgrace and your shame will never be erased. As I've said in previous podcasts, don't be that guy. I've had conversations with people who go, you know, the one guy, uh, Tim, no, what guy? He's the guy, you know, who, you know, slept with so-and-so. Oh, that guy. And we refer to him as that guy. He's that guy. I don't ever want to be that guy. Listen, as a human, as a man, as someone who's got red blood in their veins, has a sex drive, even yes, today at 58, I've many times been given the opportunity to cheat. Many times uh, an opportunity to commit adultery or fornication or what have you. It's just out there. It's in the world. Temptation is everywhere. And I'll be honest with you, like many men, there are times you catch yourself going, Wow, man, God, help me, help me, help me. But this overriding thought, there are men in my life, there are men that are close to me, and probably at one time were closer than they are now, but they committed adultery, and they are now that guy. And I'm forced to look at them differently. I just am. I, I don't look my nose down on them. I just look at them differently. And there are so many ministers and pastors that I know that have committed adultery, and now you just look at them differently. They've now become that guy. And many times in the moments where I feel like I'm going to be tempted or where you start to think about it a little more than you should, I immediately go to, do you want to be that guy? Do you want to be that guy, that guy who breaks a covenant that was made before God? Do you want to be that guy who shame and whose disgrace and whose wounds will go forever and ever and ever, and you will never, ever be able to erase them. Yes, you can repent. Yes, you can confess your sins. Yes, you can go through counseling. Yes, you could save your own marriage. But you're still always going to be that guy. You know, I could list a uh, probably 10 names off the top of my head of very famous, prominent pastors who have become that guy. And I was almost tempted to do so, but it serves no point other than this. Don't be on my list. Don't be on someone's list of your that guy. Look, we're going to be talking about this week about why a covenant is so important and what it means to us, to those of us who are married. And even if you're single, all the more reason you should listen because it'll help you understand the cost of what getting married is. But I want to end with this. There are always going to be two that guys. There's going to be that guy who's been married 42, 52, 68, like my parents. You've been married that many years, and you're that guy. Or you can be that guy. Think about it. Until tomorrow, keep slaying giants.